the Dawn of Hope podcast. I'm Luke Harrison here with my little sister Grace. Gracie. Either way. I call you Grace. Okay. <laughs> um, this will be day 13. So you picked Romans 828, and I forgot to talk about the website. Isn't that crazy? All right. So for reference, <laughs> always forget to talk about the website. The I literally put a sticky she puts note a in front sticky of note. <laughs> In front of me, it says website with three exclamation points. Still very good. I was just really excited about the Bible verse. Right, right. Yeah, because Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, go to mydownhope.org slash blog, and you can read along with Grace's blog while you listen to this podcast that has a player on the same page. <clears throat> there we go. <laughs> so Romans 8, 28, you picked it. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Um, so... Why'd you pick that verse and when you were thinking about writing about hope and how does it apply? Well, I think a lot of us get caught up in our mistakes or maybe in just situations that happen in our lives. You know, stuff goes wrong every day pretty much. <laughs> and sometimes it feels like every moment. And we can get really discouraged, especially when it's like our fault. I know for me, when I mess up I'm really hard on myself and I worry that things can't go back to how they were and you know sometimes they can't but um I just kind of take it back to this verse because it says we know that all things work together for our good and that's all things so that (laughs) nothing is left out of that there's no situation that God can't work with and so in those moments when you just take it back to him working them for your good you can always have hope that this will be good eventually, yeah. even if it takes a while. Yeah, and one of the things I was talking to Jesse about on, on day 12 um, was that, you know, God can work all things together for good, and there's no, like, it's a huge lie that a lot of people believe that what you're going through is very special, and it is special in a sense, but, like, that you're the only person yeah. who's had to deal with this this way. And you're the only person who's had this problem at this time. This, and it's like, no, you're one of probably millions of people that have had that exact same problem. Yeah. And thousands or millions even now living have the exact same problem, you know? And so it's one of the big themes through all this whole thing has been looking within yourself and having confidence in God. Confidence in God is kind of what this is talking about, that all things work together for good for those who love God. It also doesn't say for those who do X, right? (laughs) It says for those who love God. So if you love God, you're included in this. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a huge relief because it's hard to, like if it said all things work together for God for those who go to church every every single Sunday Sunday, and never fall asleep in church or something. (laughs) Like, yeah. So (laughs) yeah, I think we definitely um, disqualify ourselves a lot from that. Like for me, if I messed it up, I'm like, well, your fault. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks to suck, you know. But it's. But then if somebody else messes up, I'm like, no, God will work it for your good. And you yeah. It's all good. And so just like you said, yeah, confidence in God and knowing, you know, sometimes I just pray to see what He has done that maybe I haven't realized, and He has worked so many situations in my life for my own good that I didn't even realize until years later. Or, Maybe there's some that I'm sure I haven't even noticed yet, but he just, he's always faithful to that. And so taking it back to this verse in those situations, I think is super important just to save yourself a lot of anxiety. And for me, like self-condemnation <laughs> and that sort of thing. 
Yeah, and that's good because I think a lot of people, I, especially our age and our culture, like a lot of people deal with that. Like it's my fault, my act, and they internalize it, and then it's this whole thing that goes on and on. Because you do, the devil does convince a lot of people that it's very particular to them, or that they're a bad person because of it, or that they should be ashamed and other people are going to hate them, and all this stuff that's not true. And it's like God can work all things together for good, and you just need to accept it, really. Like, we were talking about that on uh, yesterday's podcast, too. It was like, God's always got his hand out. You just have to reach up and take it. Yeah. But reaching up and taking it takes you kind of swallowing your pride and being like, I can't do this by myself. Yeah. Which is a hard... Like, me and Jesse were talking about as dudes. That's a hard thing to do because you're like, no, I got this. <laughs> like, there's, a, there's an element of pride associated with being a guy that's just natural, especially in that sense of, like, I can't... Like, for some reason, it's just a negative thing when a guy can't do something by himself. Yeah. <laughs> and it shouldn't be, but it is. What were you going to say? the website. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Which train station was it at last? I don't know. <laughs> we're both reading off the same piece of paper, so I'm glad we're not on video because we can't. <laughs> I think that, like you said, just giving it to God, because I think a lot of people, especially in our generation too, kind of like it being their fault, which doesn't sound right, but kind of, oh, it's all my fault, it's all my fault, it's all my fault. That is such a common phrase. Because then you get people who say like, oh, no, it's not, you're the best. Yeah, Yeah, you kind of get that validation, which is kind of sad, but a lot of people (laughs) feel that way, and so giving this to God and knowing he works things for your good kind of cancels that out where you can't really be like, oh, this awful situation, poor me, I ruined everything, because you know that the truth, the word of God says, he will work it for good. Yeah, and you have to believe that it's the word of God and that it's 100% true all the time. Um, I forget what verse Jesse used yesterday. I guess I could check my own website for it, but... (laughs) But... One of, he used a couple of verses, but one of them was like, it said, the version he used said, God is the ever-present help. And it's like, I like that because ever-present, like, is ever-present. Mm-hmm. And you're talking here about, like, in the moment where it feels so heavy, like you messed something up maybe, and it feels just really heavy, that's when you have to turn to God and be like, all right, I need your help. We're going to work this out for good, yeah. all that stuff. Because he's there even in those times. And a lot of the time, that's the best time for us to do it, purely because it's the hardest time for us to do it. Yeah, it's good for your heart. (laughs) That's one of the things in the blog I wrote for this, is that sometimes it's those moments when it feels like your whole world is shattered. And maybe it's not necessarily when you mess up, maybe something happened to you or to someone you care about or something like that, but in those moments where you feel like nothing could possibly be okay again, that's when it's the most important for your heart to look to God and know that it will be, and know that it will be better because he works things for your good every single time. Yeah, because that's literally that's literally the devil in your ear being like, nothing will ever be the same. <laughs> and you have to counter it because yeah. like, if you don't counter it, you know, then you're in this battle by yourself and it causes all this. Like one of the things we said too was you might be able to get through something by yourself, but even getting through it by yourself maybe you get through it but you get through it through a lot of emotional turmoil and 
pain or physical pain or all this different stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you could have just skipped right around, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it takes it back to the word also says, you know, take your thoughts captive. And so in those moments where we hear the devil whispering in our ear and you're thinking, life is horrible. I can never get past this. You know, I know it's dramatic, but everybody kind of feels that way in different yeah. moments of your life. And <laughs> That's just a time to take it captive and speak the truth over the situation, which is what God says about it. Yeah, and and it'll help change your attitude in the moment from that all the way up to, like, changing the whole situation because it's yeah. one of the hardest things for me personally when something goes wrong is that it takes me a certain period of time a lot of the time to just get out of the thought process of, like, God, everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then yeah. it get into the... Like, sometimes I just click right into it, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go fix it this way, and I don't even, like, lose energy, but other times, if it's big enough, I'm just like, Ugh, and I'm just in the dumps for two days, yeah. which may or may not happen this week, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but being intentional about that moment where you're like, all right, I'm going to do this with God, and God's going to do it with me, and it's going to be okay, and then that really just, it takes so much off your shoulders to think about it that way. And to not put all the pressure on yourself. Yeah. Because, honestly, there's so much pressure in this life, it's ridiculous. So. <laughs> well, and like you said, how God is reaching his hand out. I mean, I think a lot of people are so afraid to take that first step. But in at least all my experience, once you take that first step, he meets you there. And he, he takes it all the way. It's just, it's a step of faith, you yeah. know. But he will lift it off your shoulders so quickly once you trust him with it. Well, and then you do it once, and then, like, oh, it works. And so you can do <laughs> yeah, it again it next easier. time. And then, you know, but that first step is is difficult to take because yeah. it's, A, admitting fault, which is hard. <laughs> B, admitting you can't do it by yourself, which is also hard. <laughs> and then C, like, opening up to God and being like, all right, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're going to do this. And that's hard, too, because it's just, it's hard for anybody to really open up to anyone. And then especially God, who you can't necessarily see. Yeah. But you have to, you know, read the read these verses and say see that he works all things together for good for those who love him and you're like, Alright, I love him, so He will work it. It'll good. work. <laughs> like, you know? And you have to be confident in that. And I think confidence is the hardest part a lot of the time just because we can fake confidence. Like you can be conf- you can act confident about anything, but in order for you to be confident in God, you have to be confident like genuinely. You can't just throw it out there and act confident about it. Like, God can see through that, you know? (laughs) And I think learning, I guess just understanding that every single verse in the Bible is true is sometimes hard for our mind to comprehend. Like, we can quote them and we can even minister with them, but we don't always believe them. And sometimes I, like, get frustrated with myself because I'm like, okay, I should know that's true. (laughs) Why am I not... Why don't I know it's true, you know? And so, you know, like Romans 12, 2 says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so it's not, it's not something we have to fix. We don't have to make ourselves understand it. We renew our minds. He transforms your mind, you know, and then it gets more simplified and we, we understand things better. We're more like Jesus. It's much easier. Well, and it's really important, like, because of that renewing your mind to read the word regularly and all that stuff and to listen to great podcasts like this one (laughs) but to keep that like like one of the things for me is like when you learn math you just hear something once and like you've got it for the rest of your life 
or do you hear it a million times and I still haven't looked at it since high school so I don't know anything <laughs> like you know what I mean <laughs> you have to keep putting that stuff in your brain because your brain like it might remember something like I don't know if anybody ever listened if any of y'all ever listened to the, like a teaching and somebody says something you're like oh that's good I knew that but like you knew it but you didn't. it hit different yeah, yeah like and it's all that stuff's important to like, keep listening to and one of the things you mentioned towards the end here um, you say so rest in that truth and trust them with your heart and that's really big and that follows with the theme of the stuff that we've been talking about is that like that rest and like that peace of God that's different than yeah. like we think of rest as you know sleeping, sleeping. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and God's rest is different God's rest you're awake and maybe something peace. happens yeah. yeah it's peace something bad happens and this doesn't even phase you you're just like alright so God how do we deal with this one today like yeah. you just go through it and that's kind of a crazy thought to a lot of people to think about that level of peace because things affect us like so much you know mm-hmm. you don't even realize how much a lot of stuff affects you until it all so is it like, happens, happening at yeah. one time and then you're like oh God <laughs> like you know <laughs> so that's really good and it follows with the theme of everything and I think you just have it, one of the biggest things is just to be intentional just to you know make sure that you have these moments where you're like alright God I'm doing this with you you know I love you so it's going to work out for good and yeah it doesn't just happen it's got to be a conscious decision yeah. of I believe what he says and I'm going to do this God's way because yeah. I think we've all a time or two tried it our own way yeah. <laughs> somebody else's way doesn't usually work and then with with resting in him and just in like the truth of that verse and all the other ones <laughs> it's it becomes a testimony to people who maybe aren't believers or don't understand the magnitude of peace that we can get from our relationship with God because if they if they see you in the middle of chaos <laughs> and you're just chilling <laughs> you're like, yeah, this is fine they're gonna notice something different it's like it. Jesus walking on the water it's like the disciples looked out there and they were like, what? what is going on? <laughs> like, you know? Exactly. Or, or when there was a storm and they woke him up and he was like, why didn't you wake me up? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're like, because we're about to die. And he's like, no, yeah. you're not. <laughs> you know? And he just gets up and he's like, all right, be st-. like, I, I just imagine him being sleepy and like, <laughs> and he walks up and he's like, peace be still and the storm just stops and he goes back to bed <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> and it's like and then he said you know works these works and greater will you do and all that stuff and it's like he stopped a storm from happening while yeah. it was happening <laughs> exactly. you know and it's like it's we're capable of that and more and that's crazy because I can't really imagine myself stopping a storm from while on a boat in the storm in a time when boats weren't as safe as they are now yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> um so I'm just gonna read your prayer real quick I'm gonna ask you about it so okay. I gave you more warning than I gave Jesse yesterday because I told you first time okay <laughs> dear God help me to see a victory even in the painful moments thank f- thank you for your promises to me thank you for working all things together for my good show me the things you've already worked for good in my life that I haven't even realized help me to keep my eyes on you in every moment in Jesus name um, so that's kind of cool. You said keep my eyes on you after I just brought up Jesus walking walk. Um, <laughs> but you know, what caused you to write the prayer that way? Cause people are going to, you know, read this and read that prayer. And it's a big part. Like, I don't know if you're 
out there reading this and you're praying the prayer necessarily, but I think that would be a good thing to do. Um, but so talk about the prayer a little bit, I guess. Alrighty. There well, you can read it. <laughs> I yeah, I have the paper in front of me. So. For every other podcast, just so you all know, we've had like separate copies, but for this one, because it's really last minute, we have one copy. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I said to help us see a victory even in the painful moments, because like we talked about, sometimes it's those earth-shattering moments where it's hardest to see the victory, yeah. and it's the most important time to see the victory. So just kind of a prayer for him to help with that, and then just thanking him for his promises and for working all things for our good, because thankfulness is important, and (laughs) he is worthy of it, and then um, showing us the things he's already worked for good in our lives, like I said earlier, there's some stuff that we may not even have a clue, and it's important to acknowledge that and to praise him for that, because he is always working in our lives, and then... um, keeping our eyes on him, you know? That's pretty self-explanatory, <laughs> but that is the game changer in any and every situation is keeping your eyes on him instead of the storm or whatever situation is going And you have on. to be intentional to keep your eyes on him because if you're unintentional, then you're not because our eyes naturally just go to the problems yeah. and the stuff that's happening to us. And so you have to be like, all right, eyes on Jesus, doing this with Jesus. And I think that's a good prayer. That's a great prayer to pray. Prayer to pray. <laughs> All right, tongue twisters. But uh, if you're in that moment, like, and you kind of got to make yourself say it, like, if you've ever had a moment that's like that, and you're like, all right, I got to do this with God, but you, it's like, can't even think of a good thing to say. You're just so annoyed or whatever, yeah. or frustrated. And so, you, like, that's a good thing to just have, and you can just be like, all right, I'm saying these words yeah. over and over until I get it. <laughs> you know what and I mean? And I think thankfulness, even. In those moments, you know, sometimes it depends on the magnitude of the situations, but in those moments, no matter what it is, I think thankfulness is huge. I mean, Psalm 100, you enter his courts of thanksgiving, or his gates of thanksgiving and into his courts of praise. (laughs) But thankfulness does something in your heart that kind of opens the door for him to really work in you. So I think that's why a lot of prayers start with, thank you, Jesus, for blah, 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 you know? because that is a biblical thing to do and um and just praying in those moments even if all you can get out is help me holy spirit that's what joyce meyer says you know it works like he hears your prayers it's there's never a prayer that just gets lost on the way there or something yeah it was like the other day i was frustrated so i just i just sat down and all i could think to say was like all right god help me out with this one and i like sat there and rascal looked at me like happy idiot that he is. Russell's dog. <laughs> Not a person. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, and and, and he kind of helped me in that moment. Like, you don't realize that like, dogs, like dogs aren't the brightest creatures, but it's almost to their, it almost helps them in yeah. the sense that he doesn't know anything. You're like, everything's on. fine. All he knows is that like, it's sunny outside and he got fed this morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And like, I could be having the worst moment and I look down and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> ready for me to throw a tennis ball or whatever. But um, anything else you want to say? Uh, don't think so. All right, cool. Thanks for talking. And I called Joanna out for being nervous, so I guess I have to call you out for being nervous too. Grace was nervous, so Thank comment you. below if you could if you couldn't tell. 
Thank you for listening to the Dawn of Hope podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast feed and turn on notifications for more conversations and audio versions of Sunday's teachings. Our Sundays begin with a light breakfast at 9.30. The service begins at 10 o'clock. Groups and Bible studies throughout the week include undivided young adults groups Sunday evenings at 5 o'clock, bringing young adults from all walks of life together. Follow up Wednesdays at 6.30 on Wednesdays, a conversational Bible study based off of Sunday's topics led by Michael Roberts. Prophetic writing on Thursdays at 6.30, hearing God's voice through journaling, led by Joanna Harrison. All events are at Donahoe Branch at 178 Palmer Drive in Florissant, Colorado. If you would like to donate to Dawn of Hope, you can visit mydawnofhope.org and click the donate button on the sidebar. If you're interested in holding an event at the ranch or would like more info on anything that we do, please call us at 719-687-3425 or send us an email at info at donofhoperanch.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Dawn of Hope podcast. Mm-hmm.